You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Okay, so the Cavs, we talk about the Cavs a lot on the show because they're one of the best teams, or they're the best team against the spread in the NBA. And they have some good young stars, including Laurie Markkinen. And there is a report that he was listed on guys that are supposed to serve in the Finnish Defense Forces Sports School list, which I think is their military. So it's supposed to start April 11th, 2022, one day after the NBA regular season ends. Uh, And the shortest, uh, shortest amount of time he could serve is 165 days. I think the most shocking thing to me about this story is that Finland has an army. I had no idea. When is, when has Finland ever fought in anything? Don't they just stay up there in the Nordic area next to Sweden and Norway and they don't fight anybody? It's sort of like this unspoken rule. Like, don't mess with those guys. They do their own thing. Same thing with Iceland. They have a military? Shocking to me. Didn't know that. Aren't they like the Christmas capital of the world? I feel like I've heard Finland? that. Yeah. I don't know. Once again, that plays into my theory. If you're the Christmas capital of the world, why do you need a military? You go there to celebrate the season. (laughs) You've got to, you know, protect Santa. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I guess so. I got to look this up on Snopes.com. I'm not sure if I believe it or not. Oh, but yeah, that's the craziest thing. Because we see this all the time. And we don't live in an era where we're drafted into the military and anybody has to serve. But I guess there's countries that like you still have to do that. So it's crazy to me uh, that somebody would have to do that. And even crazier, like he could do this and still, you know, play a full season. Uh, Do we have Joji yet? Yeah, he's ready to go. All right, so let's hear Joe G's take on this. He is the co-host of BetQL Daily. Joe G, do you think you could ever serve in the military? Have you served in the military? Uh, I have not, and I do not think I would do very well, guys. I I don't think I'd be a a great military person. Now, I don't mind getting up early. I mean, I I get up early with you guys. I'm I'm usually awake all the time. I think I can handle that part of it. It's everything else I would be out on. I, I, like Jenks, am surprised that Finland has a military, and I think the craziest part about everything you just said is, you know, I know the Cavs are uh, you know, playing well this year, but if, if they don't make the playoffs, the way you, you kind of laid it out, uh, Chelsea, said, yeah, he could play a full NBA season, go serve, and be back in time for the next season. That's pretty wild to me. Yeah, talk about tired legs, because the narrative around Luka Doncic is that he's played in the Olympics and has tired legs. If you're serving in the military – you're probably going to be tired as well. But let's transition into Thursday night football because we do have a game on the slate tonight between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Minnesota Vikings, two of the hardest teams to trust 
in all of football. Uh, so for me, it's whoever's getting points in this one because I don't like either of these teams. But what's your take on Thursday night football? Yeah, so a couple of thoughts. You're right. It, it is impossible to trust either of these teams. Now, against my better judgment, I am on the Vikings side at a short number tonight. I, I think there's been a lot of overreaction this week, and, and I understand why. We watched the Vikings lose to the Detroit Lions on Sunday, and we watched the Steelers win against the Ravens in a, you know, an emotional division game that went right down to the end with a big coaching decision by John Harbaugh. But, guys, we think about the end of those Sunday games and what happened with these two teams. What is the number on this game if we're talking about the Minnesota Vikings off a win? Let's just say Jared Goff slips at the end. You know, that, that pass is incomplete in the end zone. Vikings escape. And let's say Lamar Jackson hits Mark Andrews. We're talking about uh, you know, a Steelers team with a losing record. We're talking about a Vikings team that sound away, you know, because they won at the end, and then the, the crazy Vikings that are in all these crazy games, and they come down at the end, but they won. And, and their team is not 5-7 and seven right now. I think we could be looking at a number that's about 5.5 tonight, or at least, you know, maybe 5. It, it'd be a different number tonight. And really nothing would be different about these two teams. So I think it's a really favorable number for Minnesota back at home on a short week. But, Chelsea, you, you mentioned how these teams are always in close games. I think the best play tonight is to include the Steelers in a teaser. I mean, these two teams, always play games within eight points. The fact that you could tease up the Steelers and, and take it that way is probably the smartest way to play this whole thing. We're talking to Joe Gillio, co-host of BetQL Daily, immediately after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. You can also hear him on WIP in Philadelphia weekday evenings. Joe, I wanted to ask you about the Bills, and we saw their performance against the Patriots on Monday night. It's a short week for them, but do they have what it takes to get a win in Tampa on Sunday? Yeah, I, I am skeptical that they do. Um, now, I do think they yeah. match up to the way they like to play against Tampa. probably lends itself to they have a better chance to win this game because they want to throw the football. They don't want to run. We know Tampa is, is really, really good against the run, and they want to make teams um, you know, more one-dimensional. But Buffalo is going to want to do that anyway, so I don't think it's going to affect them as much as, let's say, it affected a Colts team a couple weeks ago that they want to run the football, and then you take the run away, and it's, it kind of takes them out of their comfort zone. So I, I think this will be a, a back-and-forth game. I give Buffalo a chance. But my big take this week, Jenks, on the Bills is they're a good team, obviously, but they're just not built for January in Buffalo. It, it's ironic. As I watched them play that game Monday night, they, they play like a warm-weather team. You know, they play like a team that wants to throw the football. You put them in a, a snow game, a wind game against New England. They looked out of sorts. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for them, you go through the AFC teams that are going to be in the playoffs, including them most likely, they're going to have to play in those kind of conditions in January. I just feel like it's, uh, it's interesting that the, the team they've built isn't really built to get through January. The Bills are an interesting team because on paper, they look really good. And I just don't believe it. Like, I don't think they are good, as good as some of those numbers indicate. I think the most interesting line for me in this one is the total. 53 and a half. It looks really high, but we have seen what running backs can do against this Bills defense. We saw Jonathan Taylor have a big game. Derrick Henry, and then the Patriots literally ran it almost every play. So what do you expect from this Tampa Bay offense? Yeah, I didn't know to keep scoring, Chelsea. I mean, Tampa Bay's offense has, has been on a good run really ever since they got out of that Washington game where they didn't play well in that game and Brady had some interceptions. Even last week he had one. But, I mean, they, they, they threw four touchdowns last week. He's the MVP favorite. Um, yeah, I expect points in this game. And, and Chelsea, I agree with you on your – uh, on your assessment of the Bills, they're not as good as the numbers say. And I think some of the, the metrics, depending on what you look at, I think have been skewed a little bit by you know them beating up on some really bad teams and some bad quarterbacks early this season. It kind of reminds me of last year when we evaluated the Washington football team. And we came to the season and said, wow, 
they're the best defense in the NFL. Now, obviously, the last month or so, they're rounding back into some sort of you know significant form, but they weren't very good to start the year. And I think you look back at the def- at the quarterbacks that Washington beat last year, and I think it's similar to why Buffalo's rankings are so good this year. Like they beat up on a lot of Davis Mills and Mike White, and they boosted up their totals and their numbers, but they're not that great of a team. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joe, I wanted to ask you about the Washington football team. You mentioned them, and that's one of the bigger rivalry games this weekend in the NFL with the football team hosting the Dallas Cowboys, and Washington is getting four at home. The football team has won four straight, but they don't necessarily win pretty. It's sort of just grind it out and find ways to win games. Do you have a side that you like here? Yeah, I, I have to take the Washington side, Jenks, in this game. Not that I, I necessarily think they're going to win it outright, but it's a, it's a lot of points, and and I'll go to the other side of what's happening with Dallas. They have been kind of weird. Um, you know, I'd say for the last month that Dak Prescott came back. I heard Jerry Jones saying that, you know, uh, Dak is fully healthy. I'm not sure I'm, I'm buying what Jerry Jones is saying. You, you watch Dak play and you watch him move. Either he doesn't trust his calf or there's still something going on there. So I factor that in with the way Washington's playing. I, I do like Washington the points this weekend. But you're right about the way Washington plays. It is ugly. I think it's the way that Ron Rivera wants to play. And, and the interesting part about them right now is Taylor Heineke's playing really good football, pass rating about 110 the last four weeks. If, if he continues to play well, there's no reason that they won't you know, be in this thing all the way to the end of the NFC. I'm looking at the odds for the NFC East, and it's very lopsided. The Cowboys minus 650, Washington plus 750. Do you think there is any way that Washington can, number one, beat the Cowboys outright? Do you think there's any chance that they would still win that division? So I think there's a chance, Chelsea. I mean, I would say it's, it's a smaller chance, but I guess my advice on this would be if you think Washington can win the game this weekend, like if you're on Washington's side to win this weekend, if you know, some of your listeners are going to take the money line, you might as well just sprinkle something on Washington right now to win the NFC East because obviously if they win, those odds are going to drop considerably you know, by the time we get to next Monday morning. So that would be the way I play it. If you really believe in Washington this week, just play them to win the division. They certainly would have a real chance to do it if they win. And look at the Cowboys' schedule here. You know, it, it, let's play it out this week. Let's say they do get upset by Washington, they lose. Well, they have a third straight road game coming up next week against the Giants. They'll probably get through because the Giants are a total mess. But three straight road games, we know historically in the NFL, is brutal. After that, they still have to play the Arizona Cardinals. So, you know, Dallas does not have the easiest run here. And then they play Washington again, which, you know, in our scenario we're laying out, could be for the NFC East. I will still, I will still say it's Dallas' division, but... If you think Washington could beat him this weekend, Dallas suddenly could be in some trouble next week. We're chatting with our good friend Joe Giglio, co-host of BetQL Daily, right after us with Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. Also give him a follow on Joe Giglio Sports. Joe, 
you mentioned the Arizona Cardinals, and that is the Monday night matchup when they host the L.A. Rams in a divisional battle. Right now, the Cardinals are laying two and a half points. But I wanted to ask you about the Rams and if they have a chance to actually make a run. Certainly, the talent is in place. They went all in, bringing in Matt Stafford, getting Von Miller. But outside of that win over Jacksonville, they look pretty bad. Can they put it together, or do they just not have what it takes? Yeah, they can. I mean, there's enough talent there, and I think just the way the NFC is setting up, even if they kind of stumble their way the next four or five weeks, they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think they'll fall all the way out of it. So, you know, when you have a team you believe is going to be there, you kind of have step one covered. So they're going to be in the postseason. But I don't really believe in them to go make a run through the NFC playoffs. I look at them a little bit like the Bills of, of the NFC, where there's talent there. People think they're good. But you watch, you're like, I, I, don't, I don't think they're as good as people think they are. On the Matthew Stafford front, we know he's been banged up, or at least reported he's been banged up. And the next time that guy wins a really big game will be his first. I know it's not his fault what happened in Detroit all those years, but it's a reality of his career. He's never been in and won these games. And, you know, I was disappointed the way he played against Green Bay a couple weeks ago. He's got another chance on Monday night to, to change that. But I can't believe, Jenks, as you said, the line, and I've been looking at it all week, that it's still Arizona at less than a field goal. Arizona's been better all year. Arizona's at home. Arizona beat up Los Angeles in L.A. when they played last time. Kyler is back. Um, that one is a very interesting line, and it, it strikes me as one that feels like it's a gift uh, that Arizona, less than a field goal, to beat that L.A. Rams team. I think that one depends on the number for me. Like a two and a half, I like the Cardinals. If it's at three, three and a half, I might like the Rams and, and getting some points there because it is difficult to beat a team twice in a row really convincingly. But looking at the board, we've kind of thrown some games at you. Are there any games that you particularly like? Yeah, I'll go with another one, Chelsea, that uh, is similar in terms of the line and, and how I feel about it. But I, I, I like Cleveland uh, at less than a field goal at home this week. And I know it's, it's kind of a bit of fool's errand to be on the Browns most of this year because they've been more disappointing than they have been effective. But uh, you get the Browns off a of bye. So I, I think, and I'm, I'm projecting here, you'll get a little bit, um, you know, better for Baker Mayfield, probably a little bit healthier with all the elements he's had this year. I don't think he'll be as bad. And I just have to fade the Ravens right now. You know, their offense has gone in the tank for a month. Lamar Jackson, last four games, pass rating of 64.4. It's just not good enough. And, you know, I know we don't always evaluate Lamar strictly on his passing numbers because he does so much more, but their run game right now is not even as effective as it usually is. So I get, you know, Ravens team, off of an emotional game last week, a t- you know, a tough loss against the Steelers' physical game, and now the Browns for the second time in three weeks. You know, Chelsea, you mentioned tough to beat a team soundly. I also twice in a year. I also think it's tough to beat a team twice in three weeks. Period. I like the Browns at home this week to kind of keep their playoff hopes alive at a short number against the Ravens. It's getting to be that point in the season where I have to bet on a lot of teams that I don't really want to bet on because. <laughs> the only games on the schedule it's getting harder and harder each week so we do appreciate the inside as always he is joe Gilio. he is the co-host of betql daily immediately following the show joe thanks for joining us you got to talk next week guys for more listen to the daily tip presented by betmgm weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the betql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts